Kobe taught us to be better. Wake up every single day to get better today than you were yesterday. Whatever it takes. Better dreamer. Better waker. Better stretcher. Better walker. Better talker. Better walking, walking, talking the talk. Better blacker. Better sprinter. Better loser. Better winner. Just be better. Do the simple stuff right. Better form. Focus. Better friend. Better fighter. Better rider. Better eater. Mm -hmm. Better leader. Better generation. Better nation. Just be better. Can you do that? Let's go. Back at it. Better player. Better shooter. Better scorer. Better goat. Yep. Better goat. Better mentor. Mm -hmm. Better minor. Major. Mover. Shaker. Better skater. Better artist. Yeah. Better teacher, better preacher, better believer, better first, better future, better hero, again, better hero, better mother, yeah, better father, better father, better father, better father, better father, better me, better you, better us. Mamba out. Better. Forever. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Sports Desk. This is episode 72, and today, your man's is all by his lonely. Uh, Black couldn't make it tonight, uh, so I'll be holding it down. But don't fret. We will call Black um, a little later on in the show, man, to get his thoughts on everything that's going on in the NBA playoffs, man. But I'm your man's one more time, one of your favorite sportsologists, Dedrick L. Hitch Jr. in the building, man. We got a lot to get into, a lot to get into. So last episode, uh, episode 71, you can catch that anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, the playoffs were just starting. They were just starting, and uh, it's a lot uh, that has went down since then, man. But um, But before we get into everything today, man, I just want to kick off the show um today is monday 8 24 um it's a lot going on for me today today is my seventh year anniversary with my wife me and my wife have been seven years married and then also it is mamba day kobe bryant day yesterday was would have been his 42nd birthday and i know i'm not the only one man who is still heavy hearted and 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 who is still triggered man of really the sound of his voice in the videos in the pictures that we see man I handled it well yesterday. You know, my eyes got watery a few times, but anybody who's been listening to this show and knows me personally uh, knows how much Kobe meant to me, how much he inspired me, and how much he will forever do so, uh, even though he is no longer here in the physical, man. But, um, you know, you know, just to emphasize again, you know, I, I, you know, without Kobe, man, you know, I probably wouldn't have found a lot of things inside of me man the, the the rage when i need to rage the focus when i need to super focus like just his words like you heard it open on the show you know do the simple stuff better you know that was a beautiful 
uh, tribute to him. You know, shout out to Kendrick Lamar for narrating that so beautifully. And shout out to Nike for putting it together. But um, you know, every time I see a highlight of him, every time I see him speak, every, whether it's about basketball, life, or being a creator, you know, it's, it's just always motivational. It's always inspiring, you know. And um, Kobe Bryant is extremely missed. And I'd be remiss, man, if I didn't say my prayers and all my positive energy and all my love are not with, uh, are with Vanessa, the girls, and the entire Bryant family and all those that he had touched, um, you know, while he was here on this earth. So, again, man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Happy birthday to the Mamba. It was bittersweet, man. Me and Black was trying to get them Kobe's, man. We struck out. We 0 for 2 trying to grab us a pair, but we got a couple of more opportunities to try to grab something, man. We know it's hard. Everybody's out there trying to get them, you know, and it's a lot of fans in the world. And hopefully the true fans get them. You know, it really makes me sick, man, when I see uh, people buy them, they try to resell them. And I understand that's a part of the game. You know, I'm not hating on people trying to come up, but it leaves a bad taste in my mouth when I see a shoe that drops in Kobe Bryant's memory. That's $180. And then I go on StockX or somewhere, you know, where they're reselling the shoe and the shoe is, you know, $800, $1,000, dollars man. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. So hopefully the people who really want them and, uh, you know, they want them to cherish and have, have them in their possession. They're able to get them. They're able to get them, man. But um, again, you know, happy birthday to the Mamba. Um, and you are truly missed, man. For real, for real. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get into. Well, it's kind of different, man, with the star bitch of cunt, cause I'm all by myself. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna give it a go, uh, anyway, with the star bitch of go topic, man. So let's go ahead and crank it. Maybach music. Maybach music. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? The sports desk. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, man. So let's go ahead and get it popping, man. Uh, with this week's start bench cut. Um, so you know, there's really three versions of Kobe. There's really three versions of Kobe, man, and we're here to celebrate them here on the sports desk. So the question is, star Ben Shakur, it's probably easy for a lot of folk, man, but maybe it isn't. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's go guard <laughs> at Los Angeles. Number eight, Kobe Bean Bryant, man. Uh, next, guard uh, from Los Angeles Lakers. Number 24, Kobe Bean Bryant. And at guard, number 10, yes, number 10 out of Los Angeles, performing with the Olympic team. Kobe being Bryant, man. And, you know, for me, I'm starting every last one of them. <laughs> I'm starting every last one of them. I ain't cutting nobody. All of them are coming with me to the part, the hoop. You can say what you want to say. I know I'm defacing the, 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 uh, this segment of the show, but it don't matter, man. All three of these players, number eight, number 24, number 10, were just iconic and pivotal and championship winning, grit, grind, ferociousness, laser focus. He showed us time and time again, so I ain't cutting nobody. All three of these Kobe's are coming with me to the park uh, and hooping. If you got a problem with it, you know, go cry to your mama. You know what I'm saying? I, that's all I really got for you, Chief. All right, man, so we're going to go ahead and keep it moving, keep it moving, man. Like, I'm winging it, doing the best I can, you know, rocking it in here, man. So here we go. So we're going to get into our sound of the week, and boy, was it an explosive day 
an explosive day in the NBA yesterday, man. And shout out to my man's Kendrick Perkins, man. Perk always gives us just just the best tweets, just the best videos. And he had a message uh, for the Los Angeles Clippers, man. Y'all check this out. Steve Ballmer, I know when you signed Kawhi and you traded for Paul George, you had a pep rally. But right now, y'all might need to go to church. Y'all need to come in the Jesus meeting. Ooh, woo. Can y'all tell anybody, tell PG the playoffs have started. Second of all, y'all were up 21. They had no Przingis tonight. And Luca, oh my God, Luca, why did you do him like that? Man, look, I said the Clippers all barking, no bite, and Luca hopped over the fence and grabbed this ball. That was an understatement. Luca hopped over the fence and the dog started wagging his tail. <laughs> started wagging his tail. Luca took the dog home. Said, this my pet. Clippers, y'all better get it together. I'm not saying y'all gonna lose this series, but hey, the Mavs think they got a chance. After that game winner, Luca said, this my stuff. Woo! Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out Kendrick Perkins, man. Shout out Kendrick Perkins, like for real, for real. That was very entertaining. He right. He is right. Those young males are playing, playing hard, man. Playing with no conscience. And we are going to get into that uh, in just a second. But let's go ahead and transition to our top five, man. Let's go ahead and get it going, baby. <laughs> All right, man. So let's kick it off, man. Our top five. Our top five this week, man, is Kobe Bryant memories, moments, man. Uh, like I said, you know, we're dedicating this show. Well, well, each show was dedicated to Kobe. Actually, I don't know for the iTunes users, when you see the bio, there's a Mamba Snake uh, at the end, like a period uh, that I put off the every single show. So every show is dedicated to Kobe Bryant, but we're showing him a lot of love on this show right here. So, all right, man, our top five Kobe Bean Bryant moments. Let's get it. At number five, I have game four of the 2000 NBA Finals. If anybody remembers that game, it was a game sort of, I guess you want to say it was Kobe's coming out party. Shaq had fouled out. The game went into overtime. Pacers are fighting for their lives. And Kobe just went berserk, man, late in the fourth, going into overtime. Lakers win that game. And then, of course, they eventually go on to win um, their first championship, Kobe and Shaq do. Uh, just some monumental moment, man, and I'll never forget it. Uh, fro Kobe, number eight Kobe, you know, probably my favorite Kobe, actually. Uh, game four, 2000 NBA Finals. Uh, number four, the 1997 dunk contest. The dunk contest in 97, man. And, you know, Kobe showed out. The young, flamboyant. Uh, high energetic, uh, baby face uh, kid, man, from Philadelphia, you know, showing the world that he's a star. He got the potential to be a superstar on and off the court, man, and he did that, winning the 1997 dunk contest, man. Such a dope moment, okay? At number three, shout out Jalen Rose for owning this, man. Uh, 81. <laughs> 81 points on the Toronto Raptors on a Sunday evening. Uh, Kobe went nutso. He went berserk, man, and dropped off 81. 
to me, I mean, not to me, but that is the highest point total ever dropped in the NBA game since I've been alive. I didn't see Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point games, man, but 81 points, man. I play a lot of basketball myself, and I struggle to drop 12 in a one-on-one. But so for somebody to be locked in like that to hit 81, tremendous. At number two, I hate the Boston Celtics. I hated the big three Boston Celtics, even though I love Kevin Garnett. But that, that, that series, man, was so emotional for me. I, we talked about it on this show the year before we lost to them, um, two years before we had lost to them. And uh, just to get another crack at it, man, and seeing Kobe grit and grind through the knee sprain and the dislocated fingers and the shoulders, everything he was going through to will himself and the team to get that ring and go back to back, man, I was just so emotionally driven and charged. I'm actually getting goosebumps talking about it right now, man. But his fifth ring, excuse me, his fifth and final ring defeating the Boston Celtics, man. Um, just, a, just a great moment that I'll never forget. Something I passed down and talked to my son about and, by, you know, hopefully my grandkids about one day. And last but not least, Kobe Bryant's final game, his last game. I can't lie. You know, everybody knows that the Warriors were going for their 73rd win on ESPN2. Kobe's last game was on ESPN. You know, it wasn't no brainer. Everybody's watching Kobe's last game. And I said, man, Kobe probably dropped 30. You know, show us a little this, show us a little that. And boy, everybody was wrong. And we have Shaquille O'Neal to thank for this. Because he teased Kobe and he baited him and said, you can't drop 40. You can't drop 50. You ain't going to do nothing. And Kobe looked down and said, man, you must forgot. You must forgot who I am. And lo and behold, my man's went out there and dropped 60. 60 out the door, man. A monumental moment. You got the images of, of Snoop Dogg and uh, hooting and hollering and Jay-Z clapping with, like, the emotional face. You know, Jack Nicholson and Kanye West. Like, the arena was just filled. Was just filled, man, with just... The who's who, and what a great night for sports. What a great night for the Lakers, and obviously a great night to cap off the career, 20-year career, for Kobe Bean Bryant, man. So, yeah, so those are my top five, top five Kobe Bryant moments uh, of all time, and, you know, just so happy that I was able to experience, man. So all of our listeners out there, y'all let us know, you know, your top five, you know, your Kobe Bryant top five moments. We'd love to him. And uh, share them on the sports desk, man. Y'all know, drop us off on Twitter, Instagram. If you know me personally, hit my text, you know, email, whatever, man. Let me know your top five Kobe Bryant moments. All right, man, let's get into it. Let's go ahead and get into our tweet of the week. And, um, you know, this is going to be a little, a, a little different, man. So uh, the Players' Tribune and Allen Iverson dropped an article today, um, you know, talking about Kobe. And Allen Iverson has been one to... Um, just really express himself, man, and show love uh, to Kobe Bryant, man. Uh, especially since he's passed, he's really been one of the people letting it flow. So I'm going to read a small passage um, from this article. You can find it on the Players Tribune. I posted it on my Twitter link at Dedrick Hicks Jr. You can go and uh, find it and uh, take a listen. So here we go. All right, dear Kobe, this is going to be tough, but I need to get this off my chest. Everybody clear for me and Kobe. Clear the paint for Chuck and Kobe. One last time. Kobe being Brian, my guy. The first time I saw you going up against Black Jesus when you were 18 years old, I knew you were a killer. That's when I realized you were going to be a legend in this game. You were going hard at Mike that night. No fear whatsoever. I mean, I knew from passing you in traffic over the years that you were a dog. 
But when I saw you go up against black Jesus like that, man. We might have grown up different in different circumstances, but when I saw you on the court and how hard you were going, I knew you were going, I knew you were raised with the same mentality. I wasn't tall, but in my mind, I was going to be a giant out there every single night. You were 6'6 and could have scored in your sleep, but that wasn't enough. You were trying to be the best that ever did it. Kobe says they want, Kobe says they want to be that, but not everybody. And now everybody is willing to sacrifice and do what it really takes to do it, man. So that really touched me, man. Reed Allen Iverson's words, words about Kobe Bryant. They came in the league around the same time. You can catch this article in the Players Tribune, man. And um, it's beautifully done. Like I said, I posted the link on my Twitter. You can go to theplayerstribune.com, Twitter handle, and uh, check out it. Uh, check out the article by Allen Iverson. Just well done, man. Shout out AI, man. Like, really appreciate you doing that, bro. All right, shout out to Dre. Uh, explosive, you can get that. 2001. Dre, all right, man, check it out. All right, baby. It's about that time. We're going to get into uh, the National Basketball Association. Uh, but before we do that, man, let's do our thing. Oh, my fault. My fault. All right, man. So as always, we are so hyped to talk about this NBA, man. But before we get into it, let's pay some respect. Home of the greatest franchise in sports, the LA Lakers, and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the King. Woo! Woo! Lakers, let's do it. Yes, sir. The Los Angeles Lakers, who are up two games and one. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that, man. LeBron James. Le LeBron James. Yeah, but before we get going, man, we're going to have some call-ins today, man. So I'm going to call up a special guest right now, man. We're going to call my guy, Freddie Bricks, in here to talk about some NBA basketball, man. And, uh, Hello? Freddie Bricks. Yo, yo, what's good? Hey, how you doing, sir? How's it going? I'm just going fine, going great. Hey, you were live on the sports desk, Fred. Uh, just to warn you, please do not say anything incriminating <laughs> or anything okay. that could get you spending some time somewhere that you don't want to. All right? <laughs> hey, man, glad to have you on, man. You know, our listeners been asking for you, man. They've been saying, well, Fred, well, Fred. <laughs> so, Fred, man, yes, we're here to talk sir. playoff basketball. We're here to talk some playoff yes, basketball, man. We're kicking off this NBA segment right now. So, Fred, I'm going to go ahead and start with you, man. Um, just first, first question. What's your just overall thoughts on the playoffs? Just everything that's been going on, all the games, the talent. Just mm -hmm. for the NBA to be off for five months and for the NBA playoffs to be going mm -hmm. the way they're going, what do you think about it? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, overall, look, I, I think it's beautiful. Like, we've seen that, that um, Clippers and uh, Mavs, that last game, that was the best game of the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, I just got done watching this Rockets and OKC went down to the wire. Like, right. 
I, I think through, I think that's what you're going to see a lot in this bubble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think maybe the Blazers are maybe another piece away from keeping it super close with the Lakers, but yeah. we know how LeBron get when it get late. Like, Absolutely. Those of us who are not biased, James. like, we pretty much know how that's going to end. LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? When it when it get late, for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But as far as everything else, it's, it's beautiful to see. Like, to see that OKC really has a chance to yeah. make it to the next round that you never know, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Like, you just never Facts. see the, what the Mavericks doing, you know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. been a beautiful sight. I think they handled it beautifully. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you, Fred. I just think it's been dope basketball. Everybody was saying you're going to see some sloppy basketball. You're going to see some, you know, some, 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 some not good, a not good brand of basketball, but it's totally yeah. not the case. It's totally yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. If anything, it's, if anything, it'll be more efficient because you. It's like open gym. With these boys right Thanks. now, like they literally focused in only on the game. Sometimes yep. you got that crowd, and yep. you know niggas get nervous. Like yep. a lot of that now is just like, nah, who can who? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like what's the, who? Gary Trent Trent Jr. The way he going that Lebron. Right. Right. And don't get me wrong, I love when young players do that with LeBron because I know who got like art. Like yeah. when AI came in the league and had the audacity to try to even cross over <laughs> Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. young Kobe, you got the audacity to like, nah, nigga, I don't fear you like the rest of these niggas do to Jordan. Facts. You know what I mean? Like I just Facts. like to see that. Even though I ain't saying Gary Trent the next superstar, but I just like to see these these players who just ain't scared. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a lot. Luca, like these young boys is not scared these, no. these basketball players, bro. They're not worried at all. They're not worried. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, element, that element that you said, like the, the bubble, man, it's that open gym. It's the it's like the YMCA. It's like your Baileys. It's like yeah. the AAU. It ain't nothing there. It's just yeah. can you play basketball? <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? And we finding out who can really hoop and yep. who, you know, who really can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying we're seeing it. all right friend yep. let's get to it man let's we got two more questions for you baby let's go ahead okay. we, we got all the easy stuff out the way man and that's not what these people are here to listen to <laughs> they're here to hear you talk that talk Fred so let's go ahead and give it to yes, them sir. so yes, first sir. man let's get into and I know you itching to talk about this we're gonna get Dallas uh-huh. Mavericks and the okay. Los Angeles Clippers <laughs> pandemic P super Luca we finna talk about it Fred Fred yeah Let's go to yesterday's game. Let's uh-huh. go to game four specifically. And we're going to go ahead and give you the opportunity to let the listeners know what you've been saying out here. What you've been mm-hmm. talking about because it needs to be known. But let's start yeah. with game four. Fred, mm-hmm. what was your energy like watching Luca do his thing? The Mavs coming back down t- from 21 and Luca mm-hmm. with the game winning cold-blooded shot in overtime to tie that series. What you thinking, man? Right. I, I was thinking the whole time just how fearless this kid is because mm-hmm. even when they was down by 20 plus, it just ain't feel like it. Like it didn't feel like it yeah. was out of hand. Like it, it, I mean, with Luca Hurt and all, I'm just looking at it and I'm like, bro, they really can't stop these boys from scoring once they go on their little run. Yeah. Because that's how I'm starting to watch basketball now. I'm just watching it as game of runs. Yeah. I'm like, wait, like how you remember in game one and two, the Clippers, they were going these amazing runs, but they'll still be down like two or four points. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all did all that in. Okay. <laughs> and then you said, when the, but when the Mavericks go on, they run, they up 15. Easy. You understand? Like, they up, up. You know what I mean? So that's how I'm judging this game. Yeah. And the whole time, like, I think get, people have gotten so caught up with, um, Oh man, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, and playoff P. You know what I'm saying? It's just the best backcourt since Michael and Scotty. Stop it! Stop! 
Stop the madness. Like, who the hell started this? Gangsta but that pandemic P who ain't had a decent <laughs> playoff game since 2010. <laughs> and Kawhi Leonard, who has never single-handedly led a team mm. like Luka is doing right now mm. on both ends of the floor. Like LeBron has did his whole career. Mm. Like Kobe has done his whole career. I'm just keeping it honest. Mm. They gave this man the MVP for the defensive job he did oh. on LeBron. And LeBron averaged 29 points that series. <laughs> 29 points. And Kawhi got the MVP of that. Yeah. We go to Toronto. Toronto's number two in the East. Yes. It could be on their way to another goddamn title. Yes. I ain't worried about it because I'm worried about the uh the Toronto. <laughs> That's who I'm worried about as a Lakers fan. The finals with Toronto. Yeah. Because the boys can't hoop. Yeah. So now you got a true situation with this is the first time Kawhi was really like. The man, yes, the man. Yes. Like all of this is on you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like every single thing is on you. Yes. You got your, your secondary person playoff PE. He's been averaging 25 all Pan- year. Pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to hear like he don't have the help, but now we get to see the difference. Yes. Braun has dealt with this his whole career. Yes. Like being down the stretch and you just, and it's all on you. And yep. don't get me wrong, that's a Kawhi is a bad boy. Absolutely. I'm out there watching him like, ooh, that. He, he bad. Now, it yeah. ain't his fault. None of this is on Kawhi. I don't want to make this sound like this is on Kawhi, man. but I got to give him... No, no, I got to give him that same weight that we gave LeBron. Absolutely. You can't switch out. You yeah. can't switch off Luke at the nope. end of that game. Nope. You can't do it. You nope. can't put Reginald Jackson, <laughs> who we ain't seen play a decent... He's 252nd in the... It ain't 250 players in the NBA in the bubble. <laughs> And he's somehow 252nd in the league. He's number 12 niggas on the damn team. The math don't even add up how low Reggie Jackson is on the list of players who can't play defense. And you switched off? Nah, bro, if Brown would have did that, I mean, switched off? Oh, my God. Not only, the last time we seen Brown playing defense in the clutch, he was starting basically Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen sure. what everybody talking about sure the next Jordan and Pippen and pandemic pit. yo we yo let this be the last year bro I'm tired of coming on here and having to say this shit bro how do we get here bro since the first quarter and we had it in the text message because I ain't even said but we had it in the text I'll text y'all personally yeah I said bro am I tripping or is this gonna be over in six yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. I said that though. Nobody can stop me, but that game one only playoff P yeah. and Kawhi was guard and Luca. Yeah. And nigga was like 40 points. Yeah. And I say, man, like, am I am I tripping, bro? Like, am I tripping right yeah. now? So like I I really think like the 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 um fully healthy clippers, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> lost yesterday to the one-legged Luca. They finna get KP back this next game. Yeah. I think the Clippers are going to be struggling to keep up with this team. They got to score. They, they were can't. struggling this last game. They I can't think score. It's going to be a struggle. They can't score. They can't keep up. Man, I don't see it. I, I just don't see it going seven. So like, what you I call it? I see the Mavs getting them boys out of here in these next two games. So you got the Mavs in six? Man, I, yes. Okay. okay. I like I, it. Now granted, now, granted, granted. Now, I'm saying granted, like, and I would say, well, if Luka don't get hurt, but hell, he was hurt yesterday and they won. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a reason why I shouldn't pick them in six. And but that, I, every reason they had yesterday to lose and they won. And that ankle looked bad when he rolled it. That ankle looked it, bad. Bro. It looked bad. He was bad. hobbling the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. He was hobbling the whole game. And he went nuts. 
40, Crazy 10, numbers. and 17. <laughs> like, what we talking about? And one thing I want to address, I want to address Shaq because oh. they was getting excited about yeah. it yesterday. And Shaq was like, we've seen this for Shaq. Listen, bro. Yeah. Damian Lillard. How old is Damian Lillard? Uh, it should be going... Yeah, either if not thirty, like yeah. twenty, going right into it. Yeah, uh, Steph Curry. These are veteran season players. Luka Doncic is twenty one years old. Twenty one. What are you talking about? Yeah, we ain't seen. We this. only see that. We only see this for the greats. Yeah, twenty two year old Kobe averaging yeah. thirty in the fucking finals. <laughs> LeBron James taking his team to the finals at twenty two years old. Yeah. yeah, like we only see this from like the. Uh, so like we we seen this. We nah. seen it before Dame have a ring. Yeah. Do you understand? I love right. Dame Lillard, but Dame ain't getting you 15 rebounds nah, tonight. No, he, he not doing this. Not, nobody. That's right. right. And I told y'all in the group, I feel like right now, I'm like, yo, this is the best player in the league. He's like, he a young LeBron. Right. He's just white and can't move by LeBron. Right. Moves, so yeah, he just can't move. That. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I love the young man. I love, all in all, you know, I love that young Maverick team, man. I really love that team, yeah. man. Yeah. If they lose, they, you know, they, if they, if the Clippers bounce back again and they get them, but I do want to say, like, I really believe that they can finish this in six. This is, this is the biggest game of the year in game five. Like oh, this, this next game on uh, Tuesday night, this is yeah. the biggest game of the basketball season. Yeah. And the reason yeah. I say that is the L.A. Clippers have been picked to win the championship ever since <laughs> Kawhi Leonard and Pandemic P said that they were coming to the Clippers. Yeah. And did you see the look in Paul and Paul George eyes yesterday? Yeah. Ooh, it's, yeah. It's, it's like he doesn't want any parts, bro. He don't. This man is averaging 12 points in this series. <laughs> this man is not looking like he is ready to do anything. He don't. They say and they Kawhi say the coach Leonard, got real. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard is realizing right now. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard is yeah. in this series. They say, oh, this is what y'all been talking about. <laughs> right on Twitter. Yeah, because I need this man. Yeah. Ka- Kawhi dropped 38 yesterday. Yeah, he was yep. really doing a great job, and I give it to Kawhi. And it's like you said, it's different. Like Kawhi, the man, but it's like Kawhi needs somebody else to put him over. Yeah. He needed. Yeah, he had a great yeah. Raptors team, and he need Pandemic yeah. P to come and play. And the one thing yeah. about the Mavs, Freddie, we're gonna move on. Everybody yeah. that's on the floor for the Mavericks can put the ball on the ground and get to the rack, and that's everybody. the problem. The traditional NBA team, you got two guys who can put the ball on the ground and the other three yep. are just shooters. The other three yep. are just standstill shooters. Yep. The Clippers, Marcus Morris, <laughs> Reginald Jackson, Shamit. These boys is like, bro, what's going on? When I seen Christian follow the Lord, Seth Curry, cuss out Paul George, after a reverse layup, I said Mavs in six. Yeah. I said it out loud. I, yeah. No, we ain't talking about what Luca did. Right. We're talking about Seth Curry. Yeah. Who is yeah. the nicest doing- man on the planet. Yeah. Cursed out Paul George. Yeah. Mavs in six. Them role players coming through, man. Yeah, man. Like they, they coming through, man. Facts, man. They ain't scared. They are not scared of them. Nah, they I not. seen that when Luca cussing them niggas out. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Luke, why is Luca mad at the Clippers? Like, and I'm like, oh, he that boy. He one of them. He that boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, he y'all, that boy. Oh, y'all letting y'all ain't know Luca was one of them. The league is like, scared. Oh, the league is terrified. Yeah. 
The league is terrified. Yeah. The yeah. NBA is terrified. Yeah. They yeah. terrified. They should. The Clippers though, that Kawhi Leonard, like they should be. Because if, if bro, if they knock them boys off, this shit's over with. Uh, yeah. The Clippers. What can the Clippers add that the, the the Mavericks? It's over with. Yeah. It's over with, and I'm glad this ain't because whoever come out of this got to play the Lakers next, and we're gonna get the plays out of here five <laughs> real fast. <laughs> well, you know real what? Fast. Well, you know what? The way the way the bracket set up, the winner of the Clippers and Mavs is going to set up to face the Jazz and the Nuggets. So the oh, Dallas yeah, Mavericks, so we'll have to meet them in the yeah. The Dallas play Mavericks OKC could be in the, the Western Rock. Conference Finals. Conference Finals, yeah. Because let yeah. me tell you something. I don't care what Donovan Mitchell doing. I don't care what Jamal Murray is. I don't care. They don't got nothing for Luka. So I'm going to say it. Mavs is six in the next round. I'm just going to say it. Because if these boys keep playing how they playing with no KP, KP wasn't even yeah. out there. They dropped 140 on the Mavs. Yeah. On the Clippers. Yeah, bro. So we'll see, the greatest though. defense of backcourt since Jordan. Yeah, man, they need to stop that. I bet not hear nobody else say that, bro. I bet not hear <laughs> nobody else say that, bro. Are they just going to have to square up? They're going to have to square up if they say it, bro. <laughs> I'm just, don't say it. Don't put PG and Kawhi with Jordan and Pippen again. <laughs> so, all right. All right, Fred, we got one more thing before we get you out of here, man. Let's transition it into the Los Angeles the Lakers. Okay, okay. And the Portland Trailblazers. So tonight is Monday. Mm-hmm. This series is 2-1. Lakers yep. going in to take a command in three games to one lead. Fred, yep. let's go back to game one and let's speed through game three. Let's go back to all the talk. The internet was on fire when the Trailblazers came out and beat the Lakers by 10. In game one, Charles Barkley, who shouldn't have a job, he should be suspended. <laughs> he should be suspended from TNT. Why is he still working? He came out on national television and said, they are going to sweep the Lakers. He's, and he got a broom out on stage. And shout out to Shaquille O'Neal for snapping that broom in half. Live on TV. Yeah, so, man. Fred, let's go back to game one and catch me up uh-huh. the game. And catch me up the game uh, through game three, man. Talk to me. Okay. All right. Before I do the game one, I want to shout out uh, Monka D, man. Because okay. I, I put... Every time I have like one of these little takes, he'd be like, man, be tripping. I, I don't know. <laughs> but I had a take the other day, and I said, uh, hey, man, Luca's the best player in this league. Right. And then he came in, like, man, I don't know now. I don't know now. Like, nah, that, I feel you. He coming. Right. But after that last game, he, had, he hit me up. So I said, hey, you might have been right about that. That boy, a dog, boy. <laughs> that boy, I, I seen the game one. Yeah, man. On, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, man. On to the, uh, on to the Lakers. I think you know that game one. It was just a big overreaction. Right. You got to think, man. That Blazers team was all been playing playoff basketball for a whole month now. Right. The Lakers came in. You know what I'm saying? They've been chilling for real. Like they, we just seeing them get in playoff mode. Facts. And I just think for, it's silly for people to think that this like <clears throat> older, wiser, smarter LeBron James is just gonna get beat four times. No way. You're by it by in my opinion by anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like right. at least this year. With Anthony Davis putting up 30 to 40 points tonight. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's been proven whenever D-Wade averaged 25 one of those years they won the title. Kyrie averaged 26. And uh, 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 Anthony Davis is averaging 26, 27 points this year. So it's proven when LeBron, like, just has that other guy who can just kind of get them them buckets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got Bron out here scoring 10 points and can go out the game and chill. and, And you know what I'm saying? Everybody else pick up the pieces. 
I think they are where they need to be. I'm glad we got smacked around game one because they needed it. Like exactly. I, I think if they came, yeah, they came out firing that game when it might yeah. have been dangerous because it's like like they need to see the Mavericks, even if the Mavericks don't pull it off, they just need to see how hard these other everybody's playing. Right. And it's like if you want to beat these teams, you got to do just like the um who's the two the Celtics and the um the Raptors. The Toronto, you gotta yeah. get these niggas out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got hey, let me get you off the floor. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to end up like the Mavs because the Mavs, it looked like it's, I'm saying it Mavs sick, but it, it, it's going seven. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If it, it don't should. Go six, it opinion. should go seven. You know what I'm saying? Unless an injury or something major happen. I just don't see the Clippers just beating them the next two. Right. Not after what we done seen in this series. Right. And we don't want to do that. Like the Lakers, I, I just, if, if they going to do that, I'd rather it be like in that conference final or in the finals. I just don't want to, if we got to go against OKC next, like get these niggas out of here. Five yeah, get games. them out. You know, get, get the Rockets out of here. Five yeah. games. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is good to see Carmelo Anthony um, on the floor. You know what I'm saying? McCullum, that's a bad boy. That's a team to be respected. I respect the Blazers. Yeah, of course. That's why I don't, of I course. definitely don't have nothing. Even though they the eighth seed and one and eight, I don't, I don't look at that shit like that. No. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers will be a, a bad, a couple bad games away from AD having for being up in this series. Three, they, you know man, what I'm saying? They, they, they got they to be couple, on their A game. They a couple plays away in game one for being a three nothing, bro. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. It should, should be. Should yeah. that was yeah. They played their worst game in law. What was that? Seven, seven. But they was up. People forget the Lakers was winning by they was like up eight seven. Points. They was up seven yeah, with up six seven. minutes to go. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes. You know, so I, I I think people shouldn't worry. You know what I'm saying right. about um uh, about what's going to be going on. You know what I mean? I in our LA, you know what I mean. I, I think agree. LA would be just fine. I agree. Well, all right, Fred, man. You know, we just wanted to get you in here, man, and, and chop it up with you. You, you know, our listeners have been calling for you saying, where you at? You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. So yes, sir, man. Be a yeah, the playoffs said now. I'm, I'm going to start, you know what I'm saying? At least, come, at least I send a note or something. Facts, you know facts. I need to. Facts. Yeah. Said, and I want to say, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to call. What's up, Sid, Cole? <laughs> you know, all the Laker fans, all you Laker fans who are like halftime Laker fans, yeah. want to see LeBron lose. I see you out there. Yeah. This ain't going to be no celebration. So I don't want you to think that I'm going to be so excited when <laughs> Bron up three zip you're on the Toronto Raptors. You know what I'm saying? Fit to get them out. Don't think that I'm going to be too excited. To look back, because you already know how they're going to do. Yep. Yeah, bro. I can't, I can't lie. It's kind of good to be back on top. You know what I'm saying? Damn, bro. I really did his thing. He really honored Kobe. And I don't want to get none of that. We in the Mamba jerseys tonight, what? nigga. What? You understand? We doing this shit with Cole from game one. Facts. Well, I don't want to hear none of that shit. Y'all niggas, I'm going to say, y'all wait till this three-peat over with and see if AD can take the franchise from after that. And I'll go on about my business. I'll be a maverick or something. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I love it, baby. I love it, baby. Hey, Fred, any, anything else you want to get off your chest? Anything about sports before, you know, we get you out of here? Um, well, well, I actually want to get a, a, a just a quick wrestling takeoff. Like I think okay. uh, the AEW, the pandemic has done a, a has been like a godsend for the AEW. Okay, because like you don't have the illusion of a crowd, so right, now you're right. on equal foot. It don't matter how big the WWE is, you are now on equal footing with AEW because both of y'all don't have a crowd. Yeah, it's talent. about who can put the bigger show in. Yeah, and reports are coming out that people are just like every wrestler has called AEW. It's yep. the better it, to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just looks like the better show. Even though yeah. WWE got the bigger superstars, yeah. AEW just is it's starting to look like the better show. The like talent. It's, it's, yeah, that WCW feel like it's, it's yeah. coming back. Like, And I'm glad. We need to 
big companies we going do. at it when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, we do. You know what I mean? So that's, but that's all I got. That's all I got. That's a dope tape. All right, Fred, man, it was good. It was good that you called in and, and chopped it up with your boys at the sports desk. And um, yes, sir. You know, we'll be yes, talking sir. to you very soon, man. I mean, we got to get we got to get you on this line, man. It's it's heated right now, and we and we need you, Fred. <laughs> we yes, need sir. You, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the bank. So. All right, man. You be easy, Fred. We'll get at you soon. All right, cuz. All Peace. right, now, yo. Yeah, man. That was the that was the great, the iconic, uh, Freddie Bricks, man. Uh, you know, chiming in and giving his take on the NBA playoffs, man. So we're gonna get Black in here, man. We're gonna give him a call. And um, see what Black got going on, man. So before we get Black a call, man, you know, I just want to touch a little bit more on that Mavs and the Clippers, man, because, you know, Black going to give his take. But look, Pandemic P, you know what I'm saying, is is out here running wild in the streets, man. And, and, and something just got to be done. Something just got to be done, man. So I want to play this sound, man, of when allegedly Playoff P uh, was born. Y'all ain't met Playoff P yet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to pause the video right there. Did you hear the fake laughter by the reporters and everybody else around? Let's play this clip one more time. Y'all ain't met Playoff P yet, huh? I'm used to these matchups. I, I thought you guys gave him that name. I, I found out this morning that he named himself that. <laughs> so, Are you allowed to give yourself a nickname, or does that have to come from someone else? So that was Carmelo Anthony at the end of the video. Carmelo Anthony, his own teammate. This was three years or two years ago. His own teammate sat there in front of the media in utter shock that this man, Paul George, sat up here and said, oh, y'all haven't met Playoff P. And we have a live reaction from Kawhi Leonard in the Clippers locker room after, after Luka Doncic dropped them off in overtime. Let's get it. You trash! You not hooping! We're going to play that one more time for the people in the back who didn't hear Kawhi Leonard, who rarely speaks. He never really talks. This is Kawhi Leonard to Paul George after yesterday's game. You trash! You not hooping! And I'm going to say it again. I don't want to hear no more about PG, Pandemic P, and Kawhi Leonard being compared to Michael Jeffries Jordan and Scotty Fashawn Pippen. And I don't even know if that's Scotty Pippen middle name. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear it. And Kawhi, I saw you yesterday. I saw you. You switched. I don't want to hear that about, oh, the momentum was going this way and I couldn't get around. No, no, no. You knew Luka Dockage wasn't giving up that ball. You switched and you left Reginald Jackson out there to be sacrificed. Now, that was wrong of you. You're not a good teammate for that, Kawhi Leonard. Why did you do that? That was a shame because we all know if that was LeBron James, we all know, man, you boys would be lighting LeBron up to no end, to no end. So Kawhi Leonard, you should be ashamed of yourself for doing that. You trash! You not hooping! All right, man. So let's see if we can get my man's black on the phone, man. Let's talk to black man and give us take black cut and be here today. Um, well, we're gonna see what we can get. Let's see a black pick up for us. <clears throat> 
What's up, my man? Black. Man, what's up, man? Turn your phone up, bro. We can barely hear you, man. If you got it on speaker, hey. take us off speaker, man. That's probably affecting it too. No, nah, I got you. I'm on the phone. You hear me? you can hear me now? Okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, okay. man. Black, how you doing, man? You got some ice on that back, man? Man, yeah, I got some got the heating pad on this laying on the floor, man. I'm good. I'm <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> All right, black man. So we're going to see. We're going to see how much you can get through. So we talking NBA, man. We just had the great Freddie Briggs just rip the Clippers and Pandemic Peters to shreds, my boy. So it's your turn now. <laughs> so, black, let's go ahead and talk, man. So let's kick off. Let's go back to yesterday, man. Uh, Mavs, Clippers, uh, what a game it was yesterday in game four. Black, just talk about overall the whole series, what you've been seeing with the Clippers and the Mavs, and let's kind of speed through and get to yesterday's just dramatic game, uh, game four with the Clippers and the Mavs. What's your takes on the series, man? Well, I, uh, the series, man, the series is being great. Um, yeah. I, I, feel, I, I predicted this, that yeah. this series would go back and forth and then would go to seven games. Yeah. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked it's going like this, but what I am shocked at is the way PG and Kawhi are they not guarding Luca mm. when 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 it counts? Mm-hmm. Now y'all the best two wing defenders in the league. Everybody said it over and over again. We hear it every day. We hear it every day about the best two wing defenders on the best team. Absolutely. But why the two best wing defenders can't guard Luca when it when it counts? Uh huh. You know, and I don't understand that. But the Mavs, man, they get a lot of help from that bench. I don't know if you noticed they bench them at a big time. Absolutely, everybody from, uh, is the whole team from from Burke, from Burke, from Curry. I mean, all those guys are stepping up big time for the Mavs, and I think that has a lot to do with it, man. They beat the Clippers yesterday without Porzingis, right? Like, I don't know if people understand how big that is. Yeah, like he didn't even play. Facts. He didn't even play in that game. <clears throat> Yeah, so what I mean, talk to me about the series. Like, talk to me about yesterday's game. Talk to me about let, let's call it what it is. Kawhi Leonard had a great game yesterday. He really did. We all know why. You know, we we all know that Kawhi Leonard is looking for Paul George to be the reason to get over and win a title this year. So let's zero in on Pandemic P. What are you noticing with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? Their dynamic. Their dynamics on the court. And like you said, they're not guarding Luka Doncic late as we've seen Kawhi Leonard switch off of Luka before Luka hit that game when the shot. Do you see any kind of trouble with that Clippers defense with these Mavs? Because sitting at 2-2, nobody expected this. Yeah, nobody expected it, but we, gotta, we, we, we must be forgetting the Mavs is the leading scoring in, uh, team in NBA basketball. They're going to score the ball. All season. All season. They the top scoring. They the top top scoring team team in the NBA. Yeah. So this, so what they're doing is not surprising. But the thing is, that surprising is that Paul George and Kawhi not giving a better defensive effort against the Mavs. I thought they would have been able to slow them down a little bit, mm-hmm. but they're not. No. But they're not. You know, Kawhi. Kudos to Kawhi. He's playing out of his mind. He's he doing is. everything he can. To. He is. He but is. We. We've seen, we've seen this before from PG, so I don't know why people just is in awe of what's going on with him. We've seen this before. <laughs> we see him disappear in Indiana. We see him disappear in uh, OKC. 
and now we've seen it here. Man. So, what, what, what's the, what's the big shot? Right. What's the big shot? Because he because he playing with Kawhi and he with the Clippers now, so it's it's a little more than what it was every everywhere else he was. Uh huh. I feel you. I feel you, Black. So talk to me about the. Let's right. talk about the final seconds of the game. Let's talk about the final. Well, the final. Let's talk about overtime and the final two minutes of the fourth quarter. How it all unfolded, man, with Luka Doncic just being unstoppable, especially in the second half uh, of that game. Luka was just unstoppable. Him and him and Kawhi Leonard were going back and forth. I enjoyed the, the I enjoyed the two best players on the floor going back and forth. But what was your take, man, on Luka being 21 years old, his second year in the league? And him putting his team, I ain't going to say he putting the team on his back because these young Mavs are playing well, but Luka is the leader. He's the best player on his team. What did you notice in yesterday's game, you know, with Luka doing what he did and tying that series? Man, to be on a, to be on a, uh, a sore ankle, man, and to do what he did just in that game in this entirety, man, it's amazing. Yes. Like, it's amazing. Like, the kid, like I said on Twitter yesterday, the kid got all the goods, man, you need on the basketball court. He got it all. He could do it all. It's nothing Luka Doncic cannot do with a basketball in his hand. And right. he showed that yesterday on a weak ankle. He wasn't even 100% and dropped the triple-double. But one thing I do want to point out about that overtime, Luka only had two baskets in that overtime, if everybody don't know that. Uh-huh. He had a layup, and then he had the shot to win the game. Right. Trey Burke was the one getting the bucket to keep them close. Right. And uh and Tim Hardaway Jr. They and, had and, and Seth Curry. Seth Curry. And, and Seth Curry had yeah. a bucket. I'm sorry, excuse yeah. But they had most of the points. Them three was doing most of the heavy lifting in, in the overtime and Luca made made his layup and then he made the big shot to win the game, which was outrageous because I don't know how you in a set when you're on Luca, you switch off right. and Reggie Jackson ends up on him. How does that happen? Right. But why, Linda, you're like the top, one of the top defensive players in the league. How do you let that happen? How does that happen? That's not supposed right. to happen. I don't know if a play was drawn up for him to stay or them to, everybody to switch. Right. But that, that was not supposed to happen like that. And uh, Luca just cooked Reggie Jackson. He cooked them. <laughs> he cooked them for the shot. That's what he did. Like, the kid got balls, man. Big balls, man. The kid. He ain't scared of the moment. Right. I know we in different type of circumstances. People, I seen some people saying like, would they be doing this? Would he be doing this if it was fans and all that? I don't care. It's right. basketball. It's basketball. And this kid, he, 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 this is coming out party. This playoff right. is coming out party. And he's showing everybody why he's the best point guard in the league. Yeah, I said it. The best point guard in the league. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you, Black. I hear, but we're going to have that conversation a little bit later because right now it's cooking. It's popping. It's popping right now. <laughs> but, Black, you've been, you, you been calling it. Fred's been calling it. Go ahead and let our listeners know, Black, how will this series end? 2-2. Two, two. You got to expect Gang 5. The Clippers are going to be raising hell tomorrow night. You got to expect that from that team. But how do you see this series ending, Black? Um, I, I, now, when we first picked this series, yeah, I picked I picked Clippers instead. Right. See, I'm gonna have to change my pick on it. Ooh, what you got? I'm gonna pick. 
I'm going to pick the Mavs to win this series in seven. Wow. I think, I really believe Luca is saying with the confidence of these guys cannot stop me. They couldn't stop me while I was hurt. Uh-huh. They can't stop me while I'm healthy. Right. They just can't do nothing with me. And then the confidence of, and the way that bench is playing, uh-huh. and the way, and when Porzingis come back, Porzingis is averaging almost 25 points in this series. He is. People don't realize that. And when he's come, he, when he comes back, bro, when they all get to staying together, which he probably going to play, I hope he plays tomorrow. Hopefully he does. Yeah. Together, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be able to get them to a seven game and win. Yeah. I agree. I, I really, I really believe the Clippers are going to have to blow the Mavericks out to win this series every game that's left. And but it don't look like they're capable of doing close, it. The Clippers in trouble. Yeah, it, 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 don't, it don't look like the Clippers are capable of blowing out the Mavs. I mean, if you look at yeah, the two wins. Yeah, they were up by 21 points yesterday. It was up by 21. I, I'm talking about to win in the, the blowout. I'm talking about to win. You know, the, you know, basketball is about runs. Every team is making a run in the NBA these days. Like, you can be up, but teams are going to make a run. And the Mavs have guys, all of their star, everybody who they have on the floor can put the ball on the ground and get to the cup. They can shoot the mid-range. They can shoot the three. Offensively, this is a dangerous team. And I don't think the Clippers have the defenders to be able to um, keep up with these guys. The only way I see the Clippers winning this series is if experience overall takes over. Experience. Because you can't go to the coaching. Doc Rivers got a championship, and Rick Carlisle got Rick Carlisle has a championship too. So sure it ain't do. it ain't gonna have nothing to do with coaching. It's gonna be about these players on the floor. And man, we're starting to see this is an extremely bad matchup. Not only for the Clippers, but it could be a bad matchup for the whole NBA. <laughs> for D. For the what whole we, NBA. What been, what, Facts, man. D, what we've been what we've been screaming the whole two weeks these leading up to this. The Mavs are gonna be a problem for the for the Clippers. Yeah, we have. The yeah. Mavs are gonna be a problem for the Clippers. Yeah, we so, have. This this shouldn't be a shock to us because we've yeah. been screaming it. I agree. We've been screaming it. I agree. I think I think I think them go them boys playing with confidence through the roof, D. Right. Like from Luca doing the stuff that he doing, mm-hmm. got them boys confident that they can knock the Clippers off, and that's scary. Yeah. I don't think they're concerned about the what Clippers. the Clippers are going to do. Yeah, I don't think they're concerned with the Clippers. They they only can control what they gonna do. Right. And these these boys, the, the Mavs can't be stopped offensively. Right. These guys do what they want to do. Facts, they do, they do, man. And it's gonna be interesting to see. So game five is Tuesday night, and boy, man, um, I don't know. I I know me and Black gonna be in position, uh, when that thing tips oh, yes, off, boy, because <laughs> this has all the makers, man, of a. Of a serious situation, man, and I'm I'm glad that we getting it. I'm glad that we are. All right, but let's use it, trend. Use it, go ahead, go ahead. Use it when they say. Use it when they say game five is the separation game, right? Yeah, the game five you, is a game that's gonna tilt it. Yeah, yeah. That's so we gonna find game. out. This, we gonna find out. Yes, we are. All right, Black. Let's I talk, baby. Wait. Let's get to it, baby. You know what we need to talk about? LeBron James. So the Los Angeles game. Lakers, man. Are two games up on the Portland Trail Blazers? Black, let's go back to game one when the Blazers beat the uh, Lakers by almost 10 points and how social media and everybody was losing their mind. Black, you was even having a hard time. I was having a hard time. But I, I, I slowly realized, Black, that we were just having a big time overreaction. 
overreaction. And when me and you talked the next day, Black, I was telling you, I said, you know what, Black? This is something that we ain't even talked about. Russ came into play here. The Lakers haven't played a game in a week. And the Trailblazers have been in the playoffs since they got to the bubble. So when you got a team that's taking a week off against a team who on fire and just on the road, you're going to have some complications there. And we saw it in game one. Even though the Lakers were up seven points with six minutes to go in game one, they could have won that game, but Portland was just clicking. But, old Black, did we not see something different in games two and three? And that's what we <laughs> want to talk about. So, Black, talk to me, man. Talk to me about game one, and let's get all the way through game three, man. What you seeing in this Lakers Trailblazer series? Oh, man. Um, after game game one, we just weren't making shots, man. We just weren't making our shot. Mm-hmm. We, weren't switch, we weren't switching no defense like we needed to. Um, but that got corrected real quick. Yeah. Got corrected real quick in game two. Now, um, Anthony Davis, bought, he, he brought the pain game two. He brought the pain. Everything that we was talking about that he needed to do, he hit everything that we said that he needed to do in game two. Yes, he did. Everything. Yes, he did. Everything. He owned the paint. Yep. And then he was feeling this. He was feeling so good. He was like, they can't stop me in the paint. Nope. He came out to 15, 20 and was making his shots there. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, this guy was amazing. And he did this with LeBron only having 10 points. Right. LeBron had 10 points. And shout out to KCP, man. Let's give him some love yes. for what he's been doing. Yes. KCP deserve a lot of credit for this. Yes. Like, I know we all know LeBron and, and, and AB got to do their thing, but KCP has been the one to step up in the series and be that next player that we need. Absolutely. He Especially defensively. In this series to be that next player. Especially defensively. Yes, he has. I mean, this team, this team as a whole been been playing lights out defensively. Absolutely. Everybody has. Yes. Then game three, Bron playoff Bron. This is what we've been waiting on. Huh. Bron was like, okay, I made y'all, I made y'all wait two games, so now I'm gonna give it to y'all in game three. And what did we talk about, Black? What did me and you talk about before tip off? What did I say? What did I say? Oh, you said you said LeBron was gonna go ham in game three. This is a LeBron James game. Yeah. You said that you said that, that was this was his game. Yes. This was his game. Yes. You said you said by great you said by game three, LeBron's gonna crank it up. Yes, he did. And that's what he did. Yes, he and did. That's what he did. Facts. Facts. And I'm I'm I I'm looking at the Blazers right now, and I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't I don't like what I'm saying hurt. That them hands, them that them fingers causing him some problems. Oh, yeah, of course. They got he's to never be. had he's never had an injury to his fingers in his whole career. Correct. So he don't know how to play with it. Correct. I know it's just jam, but a jam can cause a lot of trouble for from a player who's never had jam fingers before. It's playing basketball. He got a dislocated finger. Yeah, so he's he you can tell it, even though he even though he still would have had thirty six points if I'm not mistaken, but he had to really work for that thirty six points. He had to work for it. Yeah. And you still got it you still got a good a lot out of the blazers. Bello gave you 13 points in the third quarter by himself. Right. And he ended up with like 21 or 22 points. Right. Dame had 30-something. Uh, uh, CJ McCullough had over 20-something points. So they got their balance, but it just wasn't enough because the Lakers clicking everywhere they need to click in this series right now. So yeah. it's, 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 it's tough. I'm seeing everything that I wanted to see yeah. from game one. You know I'm hard on – I'm hard on – Whatever team LeBron play on, yeah, I want to see it from jump. But right. I had to realize, man, LeBron playing a different game now. 
Yes. But LeBron know when he need to turn this thing up and when his presence is needed the most, he's gonna uh he's gonna come through. And that's Facts. what he did in game three. Yeah, overall, man, I just think the Lakers, man, we had that 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 flat tire game in game one. And then game two, like you say, Anthony Davis asserted himself. And I didn't want to see him shoot no threes. I didn't want to see him shoot from the 18-footers. I didn't want to see that. I wanted to see him run the floor. I want to see him dominate in the paint, turn his shoulder, put the ball over his shoulder, and get the easy buckets. Look, Hassan Whiteside is too slow. Nurkic is too slow, and we're seeing it. Everybody who was hooting and hollering because they can block shots, and they can block shots. They've been blocking the Lakers shots, but it hadn't been enough. These boys are not athletic enough to stick with Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis is the difference in this series. LeBron James had just had enough. AD had a slow start in game three, and LeBron said, uh-uh, we ain't doing this tonight. LeBron said, we not doing it tonight, and he took over. He took over, and he went crazy. Shout out to Frank Vogel for making the coaching moves and, 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 and the roster switches that he needed to make. We're seeing more J.R. Smith. We're seeing more Dion Waiters. I like it. Like, Kyle Kuzma is getting more burn in the fourth quarter. I like what I'm seeing. This is what needs to happen with the Lakers. Rajon Rondo, I don't know what's going on with Rondo. They say Rondo suffered some back spasms during stretching before game three. So, I, I, I don't know. But I tell you what, r- welcoming back Rondo just for leadership and defensive purposes and being a facilitator with Brown on the floor, I'm going to welcome that. Because... From what I'm seeing with the Lakers, man, we just we really just cranking it up, man. We are really just cranking it up. And it's going to be interesting tonight to see how the Lakers handle this. Now, Black, we know the Lakers are wearing the Black Custom Mamba jerseys tonight. It's Mamba Day. Yesterday was Kobe Bean's Bryant's birthday. We know the emotions are going to be high with these guys. I'm watching the uh, TNT game with the Pacers in the heat right now, and they show LeBron and the team walking in. So you got to, I see a seriousness with these guys tonight. This is a night that they don't want to let Kobe down. So I said all that to say, Black, what do you expect tonight in game four? Do the Lakers take a commanding three games to one lead after tonight? Uh, I see a, a hard-fought game tonight. Okay. I know the Blazers are going to give it everything they got because they know this is a must-win for them tonight. Okay. So I expect them to come out and, uh, guns blazing. I'm, I expect them to be on fire. But uh, the Lakers pull this out tonight. I think I think we get one of those games from Kuz tonight. I think Kuz show up tonight. Okay. You know, I think I think Kuz uh, asserted himself in this series tonight. Uh-huh. And I think uh, role players do a little bit more to take some pressure off of AD and LeBron. Uh-huh. But I think LeBron and AD still have their numbers. With you know what they're gonna still gonna do what they do. But I think our role is, our role players step up big tonight uh-huh. to help us get this win tonight. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna have to agree with you for sure. I think that it, I think this is going to be a hard-fought game tonight, but I'm going to take the Lakers being extra focused, and I have the Lakers fixing what happened after the, the first game they played after Kobe passed. The Blazers came in and embarrassed the Lakers. Dame Lillard dropped a 40-piece on the Lakers that night, and I think this is a perfect opportunity for LeBron, Anthony Davis, and the crew to kind of rectify that moment in these custom jerseys Kobe's birthday, you know, some time has passed. So I think this is a hard-fought game, but I think in the fourth quarter, we're going to see LeBron and Anthony Davis separate from everybody else on the floor, and the Lakers go three games to one after tonight's game, man, after tonight's game. All right, Black, let's talk a little bit more about the playoffs, man. Um, Last night, man, um, the Nuggets and the Jazz, 
I know the Jazz are up three games to one. I don't really want to talk about the series. I want to talk about Donovan Mitchell, and I want to talk about Jamal Murray. Black, these two young guards are going at it. These boys dropped a 50 bomb, both of them, both of them, last night in game four. Black, what are you seeing with these, with these, with these two young guys? They so talented to be at the age that they're at, dropping 50 pieces. This is Donovan Mitchell's second 50 uh, game in this series. So, Black, what are you seeing from these two young players, man? Well, let me, well, let me tell you where I think this coming from. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody noticed after game one, when Denver won, uh, it was a video. I guess somebody was recording from Denver. I don't know exactly who it was. But they recorded Donovan Mitchell like sitting at the table by himself, like, and about what was happening in this game, and they was kind of clowning him while he was sitting at this table by himself. Uh-huh. Two of the Denver players. So I'm guessing Donovan Mitchell seen that, and ever since then, bro, ever since then he's been giving them the business, bro. Right. The big. Right. Don't get me wrong, Jamal Murray. He he she showed up last night. He showed up big last night, but. Right. Donovan Mitchell is playing out of this world. Yes. And I was just, you were just talking. I was like, bro, what's up with Donovan Mitchell before yeah. the playoff started? Remember I said yeah. to you, I said, bro, what's going on with Donovan Mitchell? He ain't playing like himself. Like, yeah. he, don't, he don't seem right, but boy, <laughs> this kid right here, ain't, he ain't playing no, no game. Sir. I mean, he, he getting to the free throw line. He making buckets. The, guy, the kid got to the free throw line 18 times last night yeah. and missed one free throw. Yeah. He missed one free throw. Yeah. Like, it's insane to see what he's doing. And then Jamal Murray, man, he just, he's a young, he's a young assassin too. So. Absolutely. And I like the way, I, lo- I love the way he played basketball. I I love him when he was at Kentucky because you could see it at Kentucky when he was there. He was, he did what he wanted to do when he was at Kentucky. But, Facts. man, to see what these kids doing with this back and forth, especially in that game uh, last night, man, it was amazing to watch. Yeah, man. I agree. I really enjoyed um, I really enjoy seeing these two go back and forth. And it's a healthy, competitive like rivalry between these two young players. And I kind of went back and looked at their stats when they played each other in the regular season. This is no different. These guys went 38 for 40. Donovan Mitchell had 38. Murray had 40. Like This is what they've been doing since they've been seeing each other, Black, uh, in the league. And, and, and it's, it's good to see Luka Doncic. And and Murray and and Donovan Mitchell and you know Anthony, you seeing God the the league is going to be in great hands when LeBron James finally decides to step away. You know you still got the Wiley veterans and James Harden and Steph Curry, like you still have those guys, man. But it's always good to see the youth of the league really playing, and these guys are playing fearless, man. So I wanted to show Murray and uh, Donovan Mitchell some love, man, because they are playing. Out of their minds, man, for sure. So, Black, right now, yes, man. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Black. Well deserved, man. What these young kids are doing, we've Absolutely. seen a lot of. We we been we we've been treated to seeing a lot of young, up and coming talent in this bubble, man. Just yeah, just uh, <laughs> doing what they're doing. It's amazing to watch, man. Yes, to see these kids just show out on national TV because I know I'm I'm every game that I'm watching, it's always something in the game that grabs my attention and be like, wow, man, yeah. the, the future for the NBA is in good hands. Absolutely. And we're seeing it in these playoffs. We're seeing it. All right, Black, real quick, man. Last one, man. Um, we got an interesting series, man, between the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the Houston Rockets went up two games or nothing. 
The Oklahoma City Thunder have won the last two games. We are now sitting at 2-2. These games are getting tighter. These games are getting closer. I called the Rockets in seven. You called the Thunder in seven. Um, Black, how you feel about this series? And, 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 and what are you seeing? And, and is your prediction still the same? My prediction is still the same, bro. You can't count out CP3, bro. Can't count him out. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get swept, bro. He's not gonna get swept. Right. I'm sticking with my prediction in this series. You know, okay. I'm, I'm sticking with. It. You know, I, I I think the next. I think game uh, game five is a real big yes, time sir. game. And when the and when the Houston Rockets not making shots, yep. you want to beat them. Yep. When they're not making shots, you're going to beat them. Yep. And that's what happened in the last two games. Yeah. They was they was on fire the first two games. Yeah. The last two games, not as not as good as, as the first two. And they've been beat by by OKC the last yep. two games. So I'm still sticking with my prediction for the Thunder to get this in seven. I like what Chris Paul's doing. Okay. He's doing the vocal leader. He's bringing the energy. Yeah. And then the uh the shy kid. I can't say shy. Shea, uh, Shea Giggles Alexander. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Shea Gill, just Alexander. Yes. I like what he's doing as well. And then they got Studer coming off the bit, giving you big uh, big points too. He had, what, 30 in game? Yeah. In game four? Yes. So I'm I'm excited, man, about what these boys do. I'm not surprised. It's 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. It's where it's supposed to be at. It's yeah. Just, uh, everybody thought the Thunder, I mean, the Houston Rockets were just going to sweep them. That's not going to happen. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a... Uh, I'm not shot either, even though I got the Rockets in seven. I'm also not changing my pick. Um, this is what I, we expected this series to be. I'm not surprised at all. I didn't even get upset that the Thunder won the next two games. I didn't because this is what I expect. Like, now we are locked in, baby. It's the best of three now. And we're going to see if James Harden or CP3 can will their team. And I got to admit to you, Black, I'm nervous now. CP3 <laughs> is in the rhythm. The Thunder have kind of figured out a way defensively to cause the Rockets to miss some shots. The Rockets aren't in rhythm. You can tell now that they are starting to miss Russell Westbrook out there on the floor because I'm watching and I say to myself, if Russ is out there on the floor, dog, they up three games to one at least because I'm looking at the matchups. Nobody from OKC can do nothing with Russell Westbrook. No one. And when the threes ain't falling from the Rockets, that means Westbrook is getting to the paint. He getting to the cup. And that's why the Rockets has been successful because they have that dynamic. Russell Westbrook is not a good three-point shooter. He's terrorizing the paint and getting to the rack and keeping the Rockets afloat. And then they start hitting their threes and then they blowing somebody out by 30. So that's what we've been seeing. But I can't lie, man. Like I said, I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to still hold down Houston Rockets in seven. Is yeah, it? man. Uh, when when OKC win this series, man, I want my smoothie too, bro. Just let <laughs> let let everybody know. You got to bet on this thing. Yeah, I want my smoothie, bro. I got you. I got yeah, you, bro. I but you won't be getting it. You'll be giving me my smoothie, my boy. <laughs> my smoothie. All right, black man. You man, you you get well, man. You you loosen up that black. You kind of stretch out, man. You kind of put some ice hot on that thing, old man, and and get back right, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm gonna get right, man. I'm. I wish I could be that with you, man. And we talking talking about our doing everything that we do, man. But I'm happy you called me, man. Absolutely. Just want to uh, just want to say rest in peace to Kobe. Happy yes. birthday. Yes. Uh, he is truly missed. Yes. Um, everything that he stood for and all the people he touched and the things that he's done. 
Yeah. He's not just a, he's just not just, just a, a basketball player. He's an iconic figure. He's yes. a father. He's a role model. He's yes. all those good things. And he's truly missed. Yes. Happy birthday, Kobe Bean Bryant. Absolutely, man. One more time. Happy birthday, Bean. All right, black man. We know we're going to get you back in here next week, man. And, and uh, get back to doing our thing like we always do, baby. So, Black, you take care of yourself, man. And uh, I'm going to hit you up after I'm done here, my boy, because we got business to handle tonight. All right, man. I, pre- I appreciate you, man, for calling me. Absolutely, my boy. You take it easy. All right. All right, man. So that was Black, man. Uh, my boy. My boy is. Uh, <laughs> my boy got some ice on his back. <laughs> my boy got some ice on his back trying to get back right, man. You know, we're getting a little old out here. And sometimes it just don't go the way that you hope that it's going to go. You know, when you're doing your thing out there. Maybach music. LeBron James. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? All right, man, so we're going to go through the rest of the series in the NBA because we do have some teams that have advanced. The Boston Celtics swept, swept, got the 76ers out of here in four games. They are advanced to the second round. Also, the 76ers let Brett Brown know today that your services are no longer needed here. So Brett Brown is out, and it is rumored that Ty Lu is the main candidate for the 76ers, and I would like to see that. The 76ers just need to change. Joel Embiid played well. He played hard, but they had a mismatch on their hands. And without Ben Simmons to take on Tatum or Jalen Brown, it just got out of control. And it got out of control fast. So the Boston Celtics are going to the second round. Right now, I'm watching the Pacers in the heat. The heat are handling business up three games to nothing. It looks like they're going to close out and advance to the second round. But we'll see. Jimmy Butler and the Heat have been playing fantastic. Knocking down shots, playing great defense. I'm gonna say it here, man. I think the Houston, I think the Miami Heat are gonna knock off. That's right. I think they're gonna knock off the Milwaukee Bucks in the next round. I love this Heat team, man. But I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll talk about it a little later when Black get back in the studio. Uh, speaking of the Bucks, the Bucks Bucks are up three games to one on the Orlando Magic after the Magic stunned the Bucks. In game one, and that's all they really did. The next three games, the Bucs have been terrorizing. Giannis has been on fire out there after being embarrassed in game one. Oh, and everybody else will say, oh, yeah, man, you know, uh, you know, with the Blazers beating the Lakers in game one, you know, it's, you see what you see the Orlando. Hey, hey, the Portland Trailblazers would sweep the Orlando Magic. Stop texting me. Don't inbox me anything else, anything else about Orlando Magic winning game one compared to two, the Portland Trailblazers winning game one. All right, so moving along. So like me and Black stated, the Utah Jazz are three games to one on the Denver Nuggets. Kind of disappointing, man. I thought that series would go seven. It still could go seven. We'll see. Nuggets more than capable of even in tying up that series. Lakers up two games to one. Clips and Mavs tied 2-2. Like we said, Rockets and Thunders 2-2. And the Toronto Raptors just crushed, crushed the Brooklyn Nets, man. Four games to nothing. Thank God Kyle Lowry is okay. Had a crazy roll. He rolled that ankle pretty good. But they they just calling it a sprained ankle. He should be ready to go. I believe the series with Boston and Toronto tips off 
uh, for game one on Thursday. It looks like Thursday would be the day. So while I was conversating with um uh black man, my phone was ringing, man, and I had one of my guys, man, uh, give me a call. My boy Steph, man, Steph loves big Kobe Bryant support. Let's see what Steph got going on. Might not be available. Might not be available. No, he is not available. All right, all right, man. So let's keep the show, keep the show rolling, man. Let's keep it going here. Y'all must have forgot, forgot, forgot. All right, man, so let's transition to the draft lottery, man. We had the draft lottery take place this weekend, man, so we know the order. We know what's going to be going on in the draft lottery. So you had the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves uh, shockingly grab the number one pick. Followed by the Golden State Warriors, Hornets, Bulls, and Cavs rounding up the top five. Other notables, the Knicks can't catch a break. Knicks can't catch a break. They got the eighth pick in the draft, and, you know, we'll see what the value is at eight for the Knicks. But the Knicks got a lot they got going on, man. I don't think whoever they pick at eight, I ain't going to say that. The, the pick could help, but man, but man. Oh, we got a we got a caller. Oh, it's my boy Steph. Steph Love. Steph, you are live on the sports desk. You're alive on the sports desk, baby. All right, all right. So I'm keeping I gotta keep it PG then. PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. We are we are truly rated R here, sir. We don't hold nothing back. Whoa, okay. Well <laughs> yeah. okay. Hey, you know how I call you. You know how I call you. I, I can't talk like that, bro. I can't talk like I gotcha. that. I got you. I got you, man. Hey, it's good to hear your voice, man. It's been a while, man. How you feeling still? Everything, everything good, man. I, I can't, I can't complain, man. I can't complain, man. Hey, I'm glad to hear that, man. And and I don't know what you called for, but uh, since I have you on the line, let's 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 talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit, Steph. Yeah, you know why I called you, bro. You know why I called you. I kind of like I was gonna like put pressure on you. Actually, I like I just wanted you to tell me that we're gonna win today. Absolutely, because I kind of I just kind of just got mad. I just like I thought about some things. Uh -huh. I was talking to Wick. For them old bro, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, bro, they got the jerseys all black. Say, man, these blah 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 better win because they blah blah blah. And Kobe, you know, I, I got in my feelings real quick. So you know, what I'm saying? I had to call you. You know what I'm saying? Come yeah. right down to us. Let me call it, bro. Let me call it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we feeling we feeling great tonight. You know the Lakers. You know played the Blazers. That was the first game the Lakers played after Kobe passed. Was against the Blazers and the Blazers handled business. You know they put on the show. You know the, the Lakers weren't ready to play. They weren't ready to play. Everybody was still heavy. I didn't realize that part about it. I didn't know we played them first. Dang, okay. Yeah, okay, we played them okay. first. So you know what that means, right, Still? We got to get our get back, bro. Oh, it ain't sweet. It ain't it's sweet not. like that. Y'all There you go. We, we, we had our tissues on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We was hurt. But, hey, yes. we spoke like Bron say, we built different. Hey, when huh. he said that, huh. Oh, huh. oh. What did that do? Oh. Hey, what did that do okay. for you? What did that do I for you? We already know I want to put that on a song somewhere, but he said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I said, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Now we got the bump, bump playoff P. It's broad time. Like, you see here, Grapple? <laughs> we're getting that different room. Hey, man, yeah. we all the way in our pack, man. We, this is the first round, though, so we ain't showing the whole package. No, 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 no. Now we 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 just we just doing what we just doing what we know we gonna do. I've been screaming it to the mountaintops, Lakers in five. Blazers kind of play. Blazers they got they won game one. Cool. They've been on a hot run. 
They they got in the yeah. hot one, but things are different Dave, now. Dave, the hot. Dave, Dave yeah. had a streak. He yeah. kept stealing away. The Clippers had him away, so yeah. he had to prove himself. But yeah, okay, this the king. You, you, this the king now. Okay, like let's just acknowledge what it is, and we got some things. We got some things over. There. And let's you know not and let's not forget that's the king. Let's not forget. That's not, that's not, that's not. So, Steph, you know so Steph, let me ask you, man. You know, yesterday was Kobe's birthday, and I know uh, you just like me, man, with our uh, allegiance yeah. and, and our, yeah. our, you know, how we feel about Kobe, what Kobe meant to us, man, yesterday I, being his birthday. Yes, yes, and yes. Today, yes. today being Mama Day, Nike doing an excellent job of celebrating the life of Kobe Bryant today. Love the rollout, love it, love yeah. it. Yeah. So what's your so so sure, just give me your thoughts, man. Give me your takes, man, on on just everything you've been feeling, you know, over the past two days. You know, what would have been Kobe Bryant's birthday yesterday? Everything been on a high, man. You know, it's Kobe. Like I've been trying to I, the playoffs had me like locked in, like because he's been like patting the back of my head like with the Lakers. Like, I right, let you know you gotta win, cause Kobe. You know what I'm saying, like you gotta win, so. I mean, like these past few days, I ain't, I ain't been getting my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's been good because it's more of a celebration than it is like a, yeah. you know. Of course, you know Vanessa put everybody in their feelings. Yes. She was she. Yes. So I'm like, Lord, Pal put me in my feelings. Hmm. Pal, like the way I'm like, oh, he really, yes. oh, that's really cool, Pal. Like, yes. I remember I knew how much Kobe loved him and liked him. Yes. Like, cause I. People, he like Pal more than he like Shaq like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. On, on, uh, you know what I'm saying? On a personal, that's my bro. Blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like him and Shaq was like teammates. That's forever my my road dog. But Pal sure. was like family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? His brother. So it, it right. Yeah. So like to see how he still with the fam, still with the girls, and trying. I'm like, dang, yep. like dang, that's really like wow. Yep. And Vanessa sharing it, it's like okay, Pal, yep. Pal really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, man. Yeah, I mean, it's been beautiful, man. It's been beautiful, man. And, and and just real dope to see what Nike is doing. Everybody's showing the love for Kobe. I'm like you, you know, I find myself, you know, leaning on the side while I'm about to break down again. But like you said, we've been celebrating. It's, it's been a big celebration and everybody's showing, you know, the mama all the love he deserves. Now, you know, you know, we've been arguing this for years, top five, top three. Facts. Now, hey. You know what I'm saying? Now we can solidify. Okay, what's up? Now let's talk about it. Yeah, that's yeah. a go. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Let's have a real. Let's have a real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm glad. I'm glad you called, man. I'm glad you got in here. You know, chopped up with your boy, man. And when I see you call, I said, I know, I know what time it is. You know what time it is, bro. Facts, man. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well, man. You know, I'll be chopping up with you soon. You know, man, you got to talk about some things, man. Get some things rolling, man. So I'll be talking to you. For sure. You know, it's all love, man. For sure. Hey, man, I love everything you're doing. You For know, sure. I support everything you're doing, man. All that, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. You know, you know, I appreciate that from you, man. I mean a lot coming from you, man. So I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, my man. I'm going to hit you up real soon, man. You stay safe out there. All right, you too, bro. All right, bro. All right, man. So that was my man, Steph Love, man. You heard him uh, back on the Kobe dedication show after Kobe first passed. You know, we got him in and we talked, man. And, you know, Steph is a real cool, real close friend of mine, man. We grew up together. Lakers, faithful, uh, Kobe brethren, you know, essential shout out Steph Love. All right, man. So before Steph Love called back, man, we were talking about the lottery. Uh, the top 10, man. Uh, Wolves, Warriors, Hornets, Bulls, Cavs, wrapping up the top five. The poor Knicks at eight. 
Followed by, I found this interesting. The Phoenix Suns got the 10th pick. Now, we've seen what Phoenix did in the bubble, going 8-0. A lot of young talent. Love their coach. I love their coach, man. And it's interesting what the Suns might be able to do right there at 10. Can they add another young, valuable piece, man? Because the Suns going to make the playoffs next year. I don't see how they don't make the playoffs next year. Followed by the Kings, Spurs, Pelicans, and the Celtics. Uh, wrapping up the top 14 in the lottery, man. So, um, I, you know, we'll see how it goes out. We're going to talk um, a little later on, man. I'm going to give my rant on why LaMelo Ball should be the number one overall pick no matter what. So I'm going to leave you hanging. I'm going to leave you hanging on that. But I'm going to tell you right now, I got LaMelo Ball being taken number one overall out of this class, no matter what. And I will explain that on a later show. All right, man, so shout out to Fred, shout out Black, shout out Steph Love, all calling in, talking NBA. I was trying to get my man Smooth in here to talk this NBA, uh, but my boy has some other things going on. And then we're going to get my man said back in here to talk some college. I believe the AP poll dropped, but we... Said back on Twitter, and he been poking the bear. Now, said is a Laker fan, but Fred has been speaking on said this whole time. Said is on Fred's list if the Lakers win this title. Said is going to get a visit <laughs> from Freddie Bricks, and they're going to have a conversation. And boy, we may have to take that one. But uh, shout out said man. We're gonna get him in here and talk to him, man. So we know y'all love y'all personalities who participate here on the sports desk. All right, man, let's transition over to the WWE. And last night, man, what a night for the WWE at SummerSlam. Let's kick it off, baby. So all those who don't know, that was your boy, Roman's, Roman Reigns' theme music. And the big dog is back, baby. The big dog is back, man. So since I'm in here by my lonely today, man, you know, I'm just going to kind of break down, you know, SummerSlam that took place last night in the Thunderdome that the WWE rolled out. And I'm going to say it's pretty cool. I like it. I like what they did with the Thunderdome. They're doing it at the Amway Center in Orlando, getting out of the Performance Center. Kind of gives you a good, energetic, live feel, you know what I'm saying, with the virtual fans. And, you know, WWE kind of took that from the NBA and, you know, incorporated into this Thunderdome. So I think it's dope. But we have our wrestling correspondent, PJ Durrell, um, with his take on what he saw, what he thought about SummerSlam last night. So I'm going to roll, uh, roll this clip from PJ, and then we're going to get it growing uh, with the rest of the summer, summer, summer slam. Talk. What's going on, y'all? This is your wrestling correspondent, PJ Durrell, and I'm here to talk about SummerSlam 2020. Um, I just want to go over some of the matches that stuck out um, during the event. It was a great event overall. Um, first, we have Asuka going against Bailey and Sasha Banks at, in the same night. Um, 
she wrestled Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship first, and I already knew that Bailey was going to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, however, Asuka did succeed in regaining the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Now, um, we're expecting a storyline with Bailey and Sasha Banks um, regarding um, Sasha losing the the Raw Women's Championship, and um, let's see what they're gonna do next week at Payback with the um, Women's Tag Team Championships. All right, we got Dominic versus Seth Rollins. Now, I was very impressed by Dominic and his match with Seth with Seth Rollins last night. Um, you know, uh, very very. When he did the six one nine, like it was, it was very, it was very good. I was impressed. Um, you know, hopefully, I get to see we get to see more of him um, soon. And um, next, we have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Very good match. Um, you know, I was very underwhelmed with the finish, but um, overall, it it was a great match. Um, Great efforts from both of both guys, um, and then finally we have the Fiend versus Braun Strowman. Um, you, it was a it was a it was a fight to the finish, and um, we knew it was going to be violent. It was going to be, um, you know, a, a death match, and um, I'm happy that the Fiend finally beat Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. And you know, SummerSlam had a tagline set that said, "You would never see it coming." Um, we never seen Roman Reigns return coming, um, as he attacked both the Fiend and Braun Strowman, um, and apparently he turned heel. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Roman Reigns is a very polarizing figure in the WWE. Um, a la John Cena, um, you know, it's people that love him, people that hate him. I don't know whether turning heel will, um, do anything. Um, just, but, um, what do you guys think? Um, let me know what you think. All right. Peace. Yeah, shout out to my guy, PJ Durrell, our wrestling correspondent. Great job there, PJ, man. Um, look, I, I thought someone said was a great. I'm going to say it again. I thought it was a great pay-per-view. We haven't had a great pay-per-view from the WWE probably since WrestleMania. Everything they've been doing, and I get it. Pandemic going on. They're kind of limited. Uh, the Performance Center only offers so much. I understand that. But I also watch AEW. And I see what they do week in and week out with their talent. And I'm entertained. Fred said it perfectly early in the show. AEW is doing a fantastic job. But let's switch it back to SummerSlam. I'm gonna run down the charts again, to run down the matches again. Look, I am look. I don't know what WWE is planning. I have been screaming for this Bailey and Sasha Banks storyline for almost a year. I have been trying to pinpoint. It. I know it's coming, but they are dragging it out, dragging it out, and dragging it out. And I think last night was the beginning of it. And with Sasha, you know. Being the Raw Women's Champion, Bayley being SmackDown Women's Champion, they're also the tag champions. 
I said whoever Oscar fights first, she's gonna win. She's gonna lose, and then whoever she fights second, she's gonna win the title. Unfortunately, it was Sasha Banks again. WWE, why can't Sasha Banks continue to hold this belt? Why can't she continue to wear this strap? Why? This this is one of the most talented. She's right up there with Charlotte. Some people say Sasha is a better entertainer and wrestler than Charlotte. I, for one, am rolling with Charlotte, but I love Sasha. But hopefully, they lose these tag titles next week. And then some kind of flimsy thing happens and the program starts with Bailey and Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's title. And we'll go from there. They have been building this storyline for almost two years and it's starting to make me sick. WWE, you got to do something. All right. Let's roll down to Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio. Like PJ said, I also was intrigued to see Dominic in this position. Now, he has been taking his bumps and bruises leading up to this match with Rollins. Rollins has really, you know, made him pay his dues. Pay his dues. You know what I'm saying? Um, Getting just beat with the kendo stick and attack him and Murphy. I mean, Dominic has been taking a beating, but I will say last night he impressed me. He impressed me. And that kid has a bright future. Rey Mysterio Jr. should be proud of his son, Dominic. Rollins got the win, but all in all, Dominic looked great. Shout out to uh, Seth Rollins' ring attire. Shout out to his ring attire. Paying homage to Rey Mysterio's Halloween Havoc gear from 1997. Y'all can Google that, YouTube that. WWE did a fantastic job with getting Rollins' gear uh, right for last night. It was really, really dope to see Rollins in that get up. All right, let's go ahead to Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. I called for Orton to win. I called for Orton to become new champion. I thought that was going to happen. Orton has been on a steamroll run, but I was telling Black, you know, this is going to set up to be something that takes place between these two over the months. Ric Flair's record has to be broken. Now, I know it's tied with John Cena, 16 championships apiece. But if anybody's going to break this record who's left in the WWE, it's going to be Randy Orton. McIntyre has been a good champion. I like what they've done with him. I really didn't feel the Dolph Ziggler thing. I know, like I said, WWE is limited. They kind of built up with Randy Orton. But you got to believe they're not done. The finish was kind of eh, but it also leaves the door open for this rivalry to continue with Orton and McIntyre. And last but not least, man, we haven't heard this in a while. Well, we started playing it last week, man, but let's go ahead and run it. Let me in. My mans. My mans. My favorite act. Favorite act. The Fiend Bray Wyatt has reclaimed reclaimed the universal championship and man i am so happy that the wwe got this right man they got it right they got it right and i'm so glad that it turned out the way that it did let's talk about the match it was grueling it was vicious it was tough it was it was just just big blow out the big blow two monsters in the ring just entertaining I was entertained by it all. Braun Strowman has been doing a great job. Now, these two great superstars have had a program. So, Braun Strowman has faced Bray Wyatt, the Mr. Rogers type guy from the Firefly Funhouse. Then he went on to face 
Bray Wyatt's first character in WWE with the dreads and the hat and the the, 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 the funky kind of 1970s kind of hipster type Bray Wyatt in the swamp match was dope. And then last night it all capped off with um, The Fiend returning. Man, look, I was so excited, man, to see him get that belt back. And, and I tip my hat to Braun Strowman, man. You know, he was called upon. He, thank God, he bulldozed Goldberg and won the title. And he's been doing a good job, but that belt shouldn't have never left Bray Wyatt. It shouldn't have never left him. And I'm glad that it's back with him. And then we had the return of my man. I'm a big Roman Reigns fan. Like PJ said, he's polarizing. A lot of people dislike him. A lot of people like him. I am one of those people who really like Roman Reigns. And they say he turned heel, but I didn't get that. I didn't. I kind of got a guy coming in and reclaiming his yard and reclaiming the, the, the ring and his energy. Like, I'm back type feel. And, and his shirt said, wreck everyone and leave. I thought that was raw too. So they left us hanging because I really don't know what to think. Does it go after the Universal Championship? I know he was holding at the end of the pay-per-view. or is it a thing with Braun Strowman? You know, Braun Strowman ain't going to let that ride get and beat the death with the steel chair. So it's going to be dope. Can't wait for Friday Night Smackdown to see where this goes with Reigns, who was much needed. WWE needed Roman Reigns back, and I'm glad he's back. The Fiend is back. The belt is with The Fiend. It's a lot of good things going on with WWE, so um, I like the energy and I like the position that WWE was going. So overall, last night, I thought SummerSlam was dope. And um, I enjoyed it, man. I really look forward to seeing uh, what they do uh, moving forward. All right, man, let's go ahead and transition into some UFC. Have some interesting, th interesting things take place uh, in the UFC this past week. It's time! Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on, now. New sports desk. Maybach music. All right, man. So, probably the greatest fighter of all time. Probably the GOAT, maybe? Maybe? Nah, you know, I ain't gonna play with him. You know, John Jones is world renowned, regarded as the best. MMA fighter of all time. John Jones has been in the news for all the wrong reasons, but we actually have some MMA type talk to talk about. So last week, John Jones vacated the light heavyweight strap. He said he gave the belt up. It is up for grabs in the light heavyweight division. The UFC made UFC made the the, the lightweight title match with Reyes and uh, Blackowitz. I know I be butchering these guys' names from other countries, and I'm really sorry. Uh, but Reyes and Blackowitz will fight for the strap in September, I believe, on the 28th. But John Jones has vacated the title. We know he's been in uh, contract discussions and with the UFC, and it's going back and forth, back and forth. Things haven't you know gone the way that John wanted it to go. But John T's move going up to heavyweight. You know he's been saying that he's you know. Still got to hear from the UFC and see what they got going on. But he's going to be lifting weights and bulking up because he's going up to heavyweight. And we've been waiting on him to go up to heavyweight for a long time. But to finally hear him confirm that his next fight will be at, at heavyweight is good. 
Now, here's my dilemma. Does John Jones fight for the belt right away? Does he deserve a championship match right away against Stipe Miocic over Francis Ngannou, who has been literally killing people, killing people for the last two years. Everybody he's fought has been sleeping. Sleep. But I'm here to say I got to change your heart. I do think John Jones should get the first title shot over Francis Ngannou. John Jones has put in the work. John Jones has never lost. John Jones has uh, been a champion for so, so long, dominated the sport for so, so long. John Jones is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time, no matter how you feel about him. He is. We've never seen the man taste defeat. Now, we've seen him, you know, the elbow, the mat, the hammer, hammer, which was god-awful trash. And then the whole PED thing with the decision reverse and DC being rewarded back the light heavyweight championship. The fight was thrown out to a no contest, but we never seen him lose. And I've really been thinking, man, I say, yeah, honestly, he does deserve the, the shot. Like he deserves it because they would do it with anyone else. We've seen Amanda Nunes go up immediately, get a title shot against Chris Cyborg. We've seen Conor McGregor go up immediately get a title shot at lightweight and, and, and defeated your boy. I can't even remember his name. Eddie Alvarez. He was so tritted, dash. So why not John Jones? Why shouldn't he get this opportunity? We've seen others go up and, and, and challenge for the belt. Um, you know, we got the, what's the dude who doing PEDs and just admitted it. Uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw went up. But he lost. But he was champion and got went up and weighed and, and, and got a title shot. I mean, he went down and weighed and got a title shot and he lost. So why shouldn't John Jones be afforded this opportunity? And I think Dana White is a businessman. I think Dana White is going to do what's best for business, what's best for pay-per-views, what's best for the UFC. And that is a John Jones versus Stipe Miocic championship fight. Unless, now hear me out. Do you give, excuse me, do you give Nganu the shot versus Stipe and, and, and the MMA world hopes, hopes that Nganu beats Stipe and then you get a John Jones, Francis Nganu heavyweight championship match? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, if we get that, man, I really think the MMA, MMA world will be on fire. For a John Jones and God, this might be the greatest fight ever booked by the UFC. Now, I have my reservations on that fight and who I think I will win, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself. So let's go back. John Jones, if he decides to go up a heavyweight, they can get the contract right. I do think he should get the title shot first. I do. But we'll see how it goes because, you know, John Jones says he knows his worth and he wants his worth and he's not being paid that. So we'll keep a close eye on John Jones in the heavyweight division. All right, man, so I don't, I don't want to do this without Black, but I am going to speak on it again. I'm going to be speaking on this fight every week until we get it. I believe it's September 18th or 21st. I don't have the date, in right, the date right in front of me, but Israel Adesanya, Paulo Acosta for the middleweight strap is the biggest middleweight title fight of all time. This is what all true MMA fans, casual MMA fans, and brand new MMA fans are going to want to see. 
If you are not sure if you are a true MMA fan, UFC fan, make sure you watch this fight. Adesanya is baby Anderson Silva, and Acosta is a mauler, a freight train. This dude means business. Both of these guys are undefeated. We are going to be breaking down and covering this fight. And, man, I am so excited for it, man. So, like I said, going to be talking about this every single week until these two collide. All right, man. So, that's pretty much going to wrap up the main docket, man. Um, We're going to get into some other news, man. And then we are going to bow out gracefully here. You know what I'm saying? So, let's go ahead and get into it. All right, man, so we got some news, some news, other news. So like I said, like I said at the top of the hour, um, top of the show, excuse me, the 76ers have released Brett Brown. Uh, he is no longer needed to be the head coach there. Um, and, and it's not a surprise. The 76ers just need a new voice. They need a new coach. They need a new everything there in that locker room. Too much turmoil has been going on, going on with the 76ers inside. We've heard Embiid and, and, and Ben Simmons not getting along. And for the life of me, I don't know why Jimmy Butler is not still a Philadelphia 76ers. Shout out to Tobias Harris. Nice, good player. Hella talented. But if it's me, I am convincing Jimmy Butler to stay and I never take the meeting with Tobias Harris. But I think Tobias was on that team. Yeah, Tobias was on that team, so maybe they couldn't afford both of those guys. So I take that back. But yeah, Brett Brown out. Out as head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. All right, man, prayers up for Ron Rivera. Uh, the Washington football team's head coach announced to his team that he has a form of lymph node cancer. Uh, it is treatable. All signs are good and green for Ron Rivera to beat this thing and, and, and recover and, and have a clean bill of health. He's still going to be with the team, but anytime you hear that word cancer, man, it kind of just kind of, you know, kind of freaks you out. So all the best for Ron Rivera. You know, prayers for him and his family, but everything that they've come out and said that he's going to beat this and get over it, and it's going to be just fine for the Washington football team head coach. Earl Thomas was released by the Baltimore Ravens. Earl Thomas has been wild. He ain't had a good summer. His personal business is out there in the street. He tweeting crazy, Instagramming crazy, punching teammates in the face, and the Ravens said we have a stand-up. We have, have, have a look that we're going for, and Earl Thomas just doesn't meet that look anymore. So he has been released, and the Ravens will save $10 million on their cap. And my team, the Dallas Cowboys, the lowly Cowboys, have said, yep, Earl, we want to talk to you. Come on in. And I can't lie. I can't lie. If Earl Thomas got any game left, I can use him back there at safety for the Dallas Cowboys. Man, tough one, man. Jerry McCoy, uh, one of the guys the Cowboys signed, defensive tackle from the Bucks. Um, he got hurt. He tore his ACL out for the season. As a result of that, Dallas Cowboys cut him to save money on the cap. The NFL is a cold business. Pro sports is a cold business, man. Cold. But uh, hope Jerry McCoy recovers and we get to see him back on the field again. And my man's Canelo Saúl Arras. We'll be going for the vacant middleweight belt. I think it's the WBO. I'm not really sure. WBO, WBC, I don't know. PBC, JBB, I don't know. But he'll be fighting Yal Durim for the vacant middleweight fight. I don't even know who bro is. I just know Canelo should win. It's like he's going to hang around at middleweight. So we'll see how that goes. And last but not least, Anderson Silva, the GOAT, the former GOAT. Anderson Silva is making his return. He'll be facing Uriah Hall on, on October 31st on uh, UFC on ESPN. It'll be good to see Anderson Silva back. Uh, last time we saw him, it was kind of rough versus Adesanya. 
But uh, this is the, one of the goats of the sport, man. And you want to see him when you got the opportunity, man. So, Anderson Silva, Uriah Hall, UFC on ESPN, October 31st. Shout out to Dre. Shout out to Crime 2000. You get that, bro. All right, man. So, oh, my bad, my bad. All right, man. So, that's pretty much it, man. You know, like I said, I've been holding it down by myself in studio today. But um, shout out to Freddie Bricks. Uh, shout out to Black. Shout out to my boy Steph Love. Uh, for all calling in, chopping up with your boy, man. It's been a different episode, but we'll get Black in, Black back in here next week. My boy, you know, kind of resting up, man. Got a little injury going on, but my dog gonna be just fine, just fine. Um, and again, like we've been talking about, like we've been talking about, man. All pretty much all show. Happy birthday to the Mamba. Happy birthday to you, Kobe. We love you, man. We miss you, dog. We really, really do, man. It's just been beautiful. All the love and support that's been shown for him, man. Which with would have been his forty second birthday on yesterday so shout out to the mambo bean shout out to bean dog um playoff basketball still going i'm got i'm getting ready to get out this get off this mic get out this studio get ready for lakers and blazers game four tonight can't wait to see the lakers in those all black jerseys but um shout out to all of our listeners all of our supporters and everybody who messes with us man interacts with us talk to us on twitter instagram our personal text messages, man. Thank y'all, man, for all the love and support. Uh, we see the numbers, man. People are listening, and we thank you for that. We're so thankful and grateful, man. We put a lot of hard work into this, and we just really appreciate the support. Like, really, really thank you. And it's crazy that we're 72 episodes in, man, and we haven't been doing this show that long. It's been a little over a year and a half, man. So just really, really cool uh, where we are. So check out all the content that we put out on YouTube at the Reduce Lunch channel, the brand Reduce Lunch, um, and the NPN Network. Shout out LP and the Network NPN. Go to both of those, man, and check us out. All of the vlogs, the documentaries, all of the shows, more coming, man, the music. Y'all check out Reduce Lunch, man, and y'all check out NPN, all the dope content there, all the podcasts, the interviews, the music, the panels, everything, man. Um, check it out over there at NPN. So I'm your man one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., one, just one of your favorite sportsologists uh, today. You know, Black is your other favorite sportsologist. So it's been a great show. Um, I think it was great. Y'all let me know if it was great or not. So y'all hit me up, man. Talk Top 5. You start, bitch, you cut all that, man. Y'all let us know what we got going on. And we will see you next week. Y'all stay safe out there. Be cool. And, um, yeah, until next week, man, we'll do our thing. You trash! Hold on, let's get that one. Hold on. You not hooping! Hold on. <laughs> you trash! You not hooping! <laughs> hey, bro, you listening to the sports game. <laughs> Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Maybach music. Maybach music. That's the music. <laughs>